Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. And once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We've got a treat for you this week. American Cowboys helping, serving in Israel. Right now, there's a war going on in Gaza. We know it. The world knows it. And what happens? Well, there's a lot of needs. But the American Cowboys are coming through, and we're going to talk to one person who helped initiate that josh waller is with us and we were going we are going to get him on the phone in just a couple of minutes before we do let's uh, talk a little bit about politics uh, this week is the south carolina primary and next week we will be telling you what happened in the republican uh, primary there in south carolina where nikki haley is not yet uh, sub, uh seceded from uh, the race or uh, dropped out of the race like all the other candidates have. And her and Donald Trump are going head-to-head in South Carolina where she was governor and she could really be put to shame and lose politically, uh, lose a lot of political face if um, if she doesn't do well in her own state where she was governor. And so we're, we'll be talking about that next week. Be thinking about that. I got to say, uh, as I'm going to record the show this week, uh, there's a British ship that was sunk in the Red Sea by the Houthis. Uh, the um, Iranian-backed uh, uh, rebels there in uh, Yemen, and, and they keep sinking ships, threatening ships, attacked American ships. And do we have a weak leader in the White House or what? I mean, is Joe Biden just saying, come shoot at us, come sink our ships? Uh, that's what it sounds like, over 200 attacks. And what have we done? Spent some highly expensive missiles blowing up nothing in the desert so far is what it appears to be. Uh, I think some of those missiles, what, $3.4 million uh, per missile, and, 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 and they were blowing up uh, uh, abandoned forts in the desert. <laughs> well, they keep shooting at us. Joe Biden, is, is anybody surrounding Joe Biden? Is he getting any decent advice? Do we need to just fire everybody at the Pentagon or what? Now, well, let's, let's get ready for uh, today's uh, interview with Josh Waller. Now, the Waller family has spent years in Israel. They've come alongside Isra- uh, the Israeli people, the Jewish nation, and helped them in farming and, and planting their vineyards and making their farms and Anybody knows anything about scripture? It talks about uh, the the desert blooming in in the Bible. It has verses about the desert blooming, and over the last few decades, uh, literally, Israel has been transforming desert into farms where they they are being 
uh, self-supplied by they, they grow their vegetables. I've been to Israel, and it's amazing the, the food that is uh, grown by the Israelis in a land of desert. It has been for centuries, and yet they are providing in many ways a self-sufficiency that most countries don't have. And an exciting thing happened as far as for the, the people in Israel and the Jews around the uh, world when they heard about American cowboys coming to help on these farms. What, what happened is when, and I'll let Josh tell more about it, we get him on the line, but what happened is when the, uh, when the surprise attack happened on October 7th and, and the biggest massacre of Jewish people since the Holocaust happened and what was the response? Well, the Israeli military, uh, they had to call in all the reserves. Not all, but most reserves. So that left these farms, these very productive farms in Israel with no one to uh, do the work. No one to uh, even uh, guard the, the, the villages around. So what happened? Well, we're going to talk to Josh Waller right now. And he has an exciting word of what um, you probably have not heard of. Many Americans have not heard of what has gone on, but he'll, he'll tell you about it. Josh Waller. On this week's Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, we have uh, Josh Waller, uh, American cowboy in Israel. And we got a lot of questions, and I know our listeners want to hear what's going on. So, Josh, welcome to Rock Splitting Politics. Hey, I'm glad to be on here with you again. Well, uh, Josh, we, we all know uh, Gaza is something that's on everybody's mind, not just uh, in America, but around the globe. And I know you've got a lot of connections in Israel. You've been in Israel. T tell us a little bit about, uh, so our listeners will know, tell us uh, why you've been to Israel and how often that you've uh, been to Israel. Yeah, so I, I started going to Israel about almost 20 years ago. I'm, I'm not really that old, except for uh, my <laughs> father brought me there when I was 14 years old, and we've been serving there in the farming communities ever since. So today I'm the director of operations for a, a, a humanitarian work that's been working there. When the war broke out on October 7th, that changed everything because our the people we were serving were in, in incredible danger. And so uh, since that moment, we've been bringing in supplies to secure those communities. So October 7th was a massive shift for us. Well, obviously, we're still working the farms and we're still helping the communities. We've got about 200 communities in our area that we're focused on bringing supplies to. So we opened up operation called Operation Etai. Etai was one of uh, King David's mighty men who, who was not a Jewish person, but came alongside the Jewish people and helped them in their time of need. So we really feel like there's an opportunity for those in the nations that want to help the people of Israel to be secure, to be safe. You know, 80 years ago, we all said never again, right? We all said, hey, we can't we can't see this happen. You know, a lot of people are trying to figure out Israel's situation and what's going on. And I tell them, basically, you can wrap it all up in a real quick statement. You've got about 7 million Jews living in Israel, surrounded by about 400 million Arabs. That's a tough situation. And that's what Israel faces right now. Well, what do you see is... Uh as uh, Israel says, they're going to continue to uh, get the the job done as far as getting rid of Hamas. And there's a lot of around the world, including in the United States, a lot of people who are saying, hey, you've gone far enough. Let, you know, you need to stop and 
and, and, and back off uh, Netanyahu and Israel. So what what's your answer to the people who are saying it's time for peace? Yeah, well, that's about the most idiotic thing anybody could say when Israel's fighting our war. Israel's fighting a war on terrorism, and we have to stand with Israel like we never have before. We've spent, you know, since 9-11, we started our war on terrorism, and, you know, we continue to see it, and we continue to fight it. Israel's taking the lead right now on fighting that war against terrorism. When they talk about numbers of, you know, killed in Gaza, I tell you, they're talking about a war on terrorism. They're not, this is not just a, you know, a numbers coming from innocent civilians and these things. And Israel has to have our backing to fight terrorism. So this is the key is a, a strong Israel is a strong America. This battle that Israel's fighting, we're also fighting whether we recognize it or not. Radical Islamic terrorism is a thing in America that we better be watching out for. And we better be joining Israel and learning how to fight this because it will be here as well. Well, when you say that, we know on the American campuses, we've seen it uh, from the east west, east coast to the west coast, different parts in between. We see a, a lot of the people say support Palestine. And when they say support Palestine, what, what does that make you think? That American people are supporting Palestine or they supporting terrorism? Sure. Well, it's real easy. There's good and there's evil and uh, there's right and there's wrong. And unfortunately, through misinformation, those lines are being blurred radically. What we have on the world stage right now is people thinking that a terrorist is a good thing and the ally Israel is a bad thing. The fight, the ones that are fighting radical Islamic terrorism uh, is the bad guy now. And the good guy is the terrorist who kidnaps. I was just on a plane over here uh, from Israel and I sat next to um, a brother of one of the hostages. So, you know, I, and I've been down to the communities that were devastated. I've walked through those towns after the massacres. Now, we're talking about a radical situation going on, and the world is confused on who is the bad guy. Now, as long as they can confuse it, then they win. So information is, is vital, and we've got to, we've got to, to uh, help those citizens that don't understand the situation. The, the, the gray, the, those gray lines have to become black and white on this issue. Well, Josh, as you say that, uh, you, you started off uh, talking about uh, never again, you know, a after the Holocaust. And as we when the world saw that at the end of World War Two and America saw the uh, the concentration camps, realized how many Jews had actually been murdered, slaughtered, uh, burned in uh, ovens. Yeah. And and, we, and the world said never again. Right. And here we are today. A lot of uh, people have forgotten, or even even some people uh, still blur with saying, "Hey, it never happened." I mean, we actually have people uh, that will uh, get on the internet and say the Holocaust never happened. Where you are, where where I am, where our listeners are, as far as knowing the Jewish people have uh, have no other place on earth really to, to uh, be home and right. call safe. So. What you're doing, and you said there's uh, 200 communities you're working to help help uh, in their security, helping getting them supplies. Right. Now, how how did you set up that network? Or how, yeah, how yeah, that so what, what happened was we had been serving these communities for the last 20 years just through other things. Never dreamed in my wildest day that we'd be helping to secure their lives. I mean, we've been helping you know humanitarian th uh, operations for a long time, and when this happened, we realized, you know, these communities were a threat of survival and they didn't have the basic equipment to be able to 
stand up to that. And so we, we started bringing in gear right away. We were the first ones to get gear into the country and we've brought about 7,500 pieces so far. The need is so much greater. We've raised about three and a half million, uh, out of a goal of 29 million. So we have wow. a, a continued, you know, needs and we didn't just make that number up. We were working together with these, these governors throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Uh, we were able to come up with a list, a definite list of what the needs were. So we've come up with this list along with the governors and we're, we're uh, responding to that. You know, I think it's a great opportunity and a great honor for those that support Israel, you know, to let the Jewish people for the first time in world history know they're not alone. This is an opportunity to stand with them uh, through one of their greatest trials in modern history. We've not seen anything like this. This is the greatest hit to the Jewish nation since the Holocaust. And we're talking about, so this is our moment in this generation to be a, a Corey Ten Boom, someone that stands with Israel. Unfortunately, back then there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough support. There wasn't enough friends of Israel. And today we can, we can be those friends. We can stand with them. And our goal as the non-Jewish community is to stand, stand with Israel and let them know that we're, we're with them. So that practically that looks like our operation is serve Israel.com. Uh, we, you go there, you'll see a banner at the top of the page, and that's you'll find our Operation Etai. And the more funding we can get into that cog, the more Jewish people we can protect. It's a real simple scenario. Uh, the more the more we bring, the more Jews will be protected. And that's that's our goal is to get as many much life saving gear. So if that's a, a protective vest, a helmet, if that's a if that's a medical bag, all of those things are highly needed. And honestly, they just don't have them right now. And Josh, you're talking about uh, helmets and body armor, and you know, I'm thinking, why, why, why do the is Israelis not have this right now? And I want to ask you that question. But first, let me remind everybody: you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We got Josh Waller on American Cowboys in Israel. That's what we're talking about. Since the uh, October seventh surprise attack and massacre of what's going on in israel right now american cowboys are coming in and josh waller is telling us about that we will continue with our question about why they don't have some of the things that uh they are collecting and 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 getting for these israelis but let me remind you doc holiday has a book out and you can go to www.hatchybooks.com and not only a book it's a novel and it's not about politics it's just a good story that's being developed into a series. And actually, book one and book two are out. You can order either one or both. And I think there's a special running now if you get both books. But you can go to www.hatchybooks.com and you ask, how do you spell Hatchie? Well, it's H-A-T-C-H-I-E. Hatchybooks.com. Uh, go there and you can find out more about Doc Holliday's novels, which I, I think are exciting. It's a book series that will continue on. And in fact, I've told other people, uh, the, the seventh book, the last book of the series, will end up in Jerusalem. So uh, things need to uh, be peaceful there, and i got to go over there and do some research here uh, sometime in the next couple years. But there's not only that. Some of you have uh, asked me about and checked out do you believe that you're paying too much for your medical insurance? I was. I'm telling you, I was paying way, way more than what I needed for a, uh, paying out for a family of six. And 
it was a tremendous amount per year and then finally I, I found something that uh, in health sharing that really really helped me cut cost and the monthly premium is not nearly nearly as bad as it was over the last few years so how do you find out what uh, it might cost you or for yourself for you and your spouse or you and your family and one of the good things about this if you got one child or ten children it doesn't matter as far as uh, the coverage is going to be uh, the same amount for a uh, family. So check it out. You can find out uh, whoever the oldest person in the household is. You can punch in your birth date and you, you can go there. I got a link on the write up for this show. And you go to that link and you can find out what it would cost you and your family. Free quote there. And I think. You'll be very excited if, if you're paying for your own health insurance. You're going to really, really be excited, I believe, to see what the possibilities are. So you can go there. Just go to the link right there on the write-up for uh, this show on webtalkradio.net. Now, I want to get back to Josh Waller, and he was talking about these things that they are uh, helping collect, and people are donating money and and so they can get these supplies, some things, life-saving supplies like body armor and the things that are needed. And these are the, not just things they thought of. They've asked the governors across different regions in Israel, what can we do to help? And this is what they're asking for. And my question would be, why, uh, why, why didn't the Israelis already have this? I, I just thought maybe they would in the land of Israel. So, uh, Josh, uh, can you comment on that and just continue on? And for all those people that ask, well, how is it that they don't have it? Well, it's real simple. <laughs> like I said, you got six, you got about seven million Jews to four hundred million Arabs. They need all the help they can get. They're they're surrounded and outnumbered. Well, Josh, when you say that, uh, and, and and tell me that website once again for our listeners. You said serveisrael.com. Is that correct? That's right, serveisrael.com. So that's our volunteer, and that's our all of our operations are found there. So that's the bringing the gear in. All that stuff can be found on that, that site. And as you say that, we, uh, how is it that you how, uh, that you can fly in and out of Israel? Is it hard to get in and out of Israel now? Uh, do you have trouble getting supplies in? Uh, tell us a little bit about that effort. Sure. Since the war, there's the Israeli airlines are the only ones going in and out. So we have the El Al airlines and, and they've been flying. So we're able to get in and out of the country. And then and you said you're working for all these different governors. Uh, how's the communication set up? Is you, you got pe- boots on the ground helping out, or is you are you sure. having to use people that you know there? We have an operation that brings in about three to five hundred volunteers every year, and that included the cowboy team that just came over recently. So we've we've and there's not a Jewish person on the planet, I don't think, that that doesn't know about the cowboys. That's how viral that it moment was, where we brought a team of cowboys over. These are all old friends of mine from our farming here in the states before we started working there and these guys came in and i tell you what it just shows the need and the void people haven't supported jewish people and when a cowboy stands up and says i know the right thing to do i'm gonna go stand with israel i'm gonna support them the whole world just you know balls over in a bucket of tears like you know the whole jewish world you know they're they're just insanely moved by the support of the farming community and uh, it was so viral. Uh, there wasn't a, hardly a TV channel in Israel that didn't cover it. There wasn't a, you know, a Jewish person on the planet that wasn't aware of the fact that 
Cowboys are now pro-Israel just based off of this. And it was it was a huge, huge support. Uh, so we bring people like that uh, yeah, over well, the year. That's what we do. Well, here in America, we have not heard about that much. I know you know about it, and I'm, I'm happy to hear about it. Tell our listeners just a, a brief little uh, part about the American Cowboys in Israel when, when uh, after uh, the event in October. Sure. So we just had a team of volunteers coming over and somebody posted it. It went extremely viral. We did end up on Fox News, Fox and Friends. So it, it there was a pretty decent amount of Americans that heard about it. Oh, good. Um, so it was but it was an immediate response to the war. I tell people, you know, we can sit on our couches and watch or we can get engaged. And, you know, 1930s and 40s, a lot of people sat on their couches and watched. And it's not a time to do that. It's a time to engage or else evil is going to have its way. So it's time for good people to stand up and do something. And that's what these cowboys did. And that's what we that's what we'll continue to do. Uh, if uh, there's American cowboys listening to uh, this show right now uh, on our uh, uh, in our uh, audience, would they be able to go help Israel now? Can they plug in and uh, and, and get in touch with you? You better believe it. And if even if you're not a cowboy, there's room for all the <laughs> Uh, okay. If anybody supports Israel and wants to help, uh, you know, serveisrael.com is the place to go. Well, I appreciate you giving that uh, website out and, and giving our listeners something to check on where they can help uh, financially or, or plug in if, if they want to uh, come over and, and help out. But what, tell, particularly, what are the American cowboys doing on the farms there? Yeah, so one, well, we did a lot of things. We helped with the security, number one. We did security watches on some of the farms, just being awake and watching. We also, uh, you know, we brought teams in to help the farmers because the front lines were, they all were called in on duty. So all the men left and were on the front lines and some of the women even as well. And so the, the home front was completely void. The, far, the crops weren't being harvested. The things weren't happening. So we, we filled a massive void there, uh, as well as just upkeeping those farms and keeping them, keeping them running. So we did a lot, lot with that. Um, as well as, you know, when we got to be the number one encouragers of the country because of the viral situation, yeah. we started going around and actually encouraging the wounded and the families that had lost family members and those that have hostages. So we we ended up, uh, you know, really being able to encourage the nation. So uh, that that was our 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 goal and continues to be our goal to support, strengthen the Jewish people in whatever way we can. As you said, being an encourager. And and I, I, my hats off to you. Thank you for you and your family for being an encourager to uh, the Israelis and and being uh, boots on the ground, being there to uh, be a friend to Israel. But like you said, you said something that really uh, almost shocked me. You said that for the first time in world history, we got people who are coming to stand beside the Jewish people in in their time of need. So, yeah. uh, and you've given out the website serveisrael.com. But you, one last thing, I know we need to finish up here, but uh, you, the IDF, that the the Israeli military, uh, yeah. these farmers have been called up. So they won't be getting back anytime soon. They, they're they're, they're going to be having to serve for another six months or a year or other things. So there is a need for these crops and everything to, to be harvested and the farms to keep going. So. What do you see? Uh, I know you've got a long-term relationship with Israel, but what, what do you see the immediate needs and where do you see uh, six months down the road? The immediate needs are uh, financial, just getting those the, the pieces to Israel that they need. That's, that's the no, number one. Anybody that has uh, finances saved and wants to help, that's, 
number one, they've got to give and we've got to support Israel like never before. Uh, that's number one. Number two is, is if there's people that are fit and ready to get in the game, there's jobs to be done. And, you know, it's not holding the gun. It's not fighting on the front line. It's support. It's a support role. And there's there's lots to be done in that supporting role. Um, so if, if it's giving or if it's volunteering and, and, and being a supporter, uh, that's 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 the immediate response right now that we need. Uh, and, the, and Israel honestly needs to see that they need to see that they have support. They feel very, very alone in this world. Well, Josh Waller, thank you so much for uh, in, inspiring and uh, informing our uh, listeners uh, across America. And uh, last word, anything you want to say? Let's get engaged, guys. Let's not, okay. we, you know, history repeats itself, but let's not, let's not, uh, let's not repeat the last, last stage. We've got to, we've got to do a better job this time and not on our watch. Can we see Israel and the, the Jewish nation suffer? Uh, it's, it's time to do something about it. And we're, we are frontline doing something about it. Um, the more people we have join us, the more successful we'll be. Well, that's Josh Waller, serveisrael.com. If you're interested, uh, if you're an American cowboy, if you want to help out on the farms in Israel, if you want to help by sending uh, financial aid or, or just, just checking with Josh Waller and how you can come alongside. And did you hear what he said? For the first time in world history, when the Jewish people are in, in trouble, instead of looking the other way, instead of uh, saying, what's wrong with Israel? What's wrong with their response? Would, would a world, would people in this world who are not Jewish, would they stand by the Jewish people? That's what Josh Waller's just saying. Let us stand. Let the American cowboys come and work on these farms. Help the produce. Help getting the, the crops from the fields. This is a time to shine for the Jewish people who for uh, centuries, uh, more than a couple of thousand years, have just had no home up until 1947, 48. And, and now they got a home that's being attacked for being Jewish. And, and during these tough times, these uh, desperate times in many cases, the American cowboys are shining bright in the eyes of the Jewish people. And you can be an American cowboy or cowgirl and come in and help out and just to go to serveisrael.com. Josh Waller, his team, will uh, tell you how to... Uh, uh, round up and get the job done how about that so this is a unique show we had this week on doc holiday's rock splitting politics and i hope that you'll tell your friends and neighbors about it and just see how americans can stand beside the jewish people in their time of need now uh, i won't tell you next week we've had the uh by the time our show goes up, the South Carolina primary, Republican primary, will be over with. We'll be able to talk about that. We talk about direction of politics. We can talk about uh, the presidential race. It's it's shaping up, like I've said last year, it's going to be unlike any race we've ever seen. Uh, it seems like a lot of Democrats are trying to push Joe Biden out now. It seems like a lot of uh, Republicans are, uh, they all... Uh, all but a few are coalescing around Donald J. Trump. And what's happening with uh, uh, RFK Jr., the Kennedy name? Is it growing? Well, he's 
Oh, we'll talk about that next week. We're going to get to that show. So just hang on. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Tell your friends and neighbors about the show. Send them a link. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.